That's us. Yeah, we're the parents of the year. I'm Ben. I'm Sarah. We're we're the parents of the I said it wrong. We're the we don't do this very often anymore, so our rhythm it's like is sex. Off. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Sarah's God, blushing. So Sarah's blushing. Uh, I love that I could still make you blush. Even like when the only people in the room with us are us looking at ourselves in the mirror, you still blush. I'm because you know that the 13 p- people, most like, and you figure like at least nine I'm of those 13 are. Family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't want to hear about it. No, no. I mean, nobody wants to hear about right. that, actually. But, uh, uh, anyways, how are you doing? I'm I'm really good. You know why? Because, cheers. Cheers. Hockey season is over! In the news. Woo! In the news. We made it! We are done with hockey season. It's so awesome. Yeah. Uh, and we went out on a really great note. Harry's team played in the state tournament, and they had a great time, and they played really, really well, and everybody was happy, and the kids got to run crazy at a hotel last night and stay up super late at the pool. Yeah, no, it was, it was good. awesome. It was really good. I think good. Dorothy Cooper and Jack ate $20 in concession stand snacks, Probably but I gave them minutes. like $1 at a time. <laughs> so like, they had a great time. Well, and every time, you didn't even know this, but every time I walked past Cooper and Jack, I'd just give them a dollar so they'd go play <laughs> video games and leave you alone. <laughs> That's awesome. I read two books. It was great. We had so much fun. That was my, so I, I uh, was coaching Harry's team. Uh, and I am not like a head coach by any means. I'm the guy who opens the door for the defense. And you do that really good. I've gotten really good at it throughout the course of you, the season. You actually screwed it up a little bit at the beginning of the yeah, season. Yeah, it's hard. Especially like right. when you're like, I, I, I've spent a lot of time cheering on my kid. And so I would often find myself watching him. But once the coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like you get some penalties because you got too many kids on the ice. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. realize you got to open the door. So they switched me to defense right. so that I wasn't focused on my own kid. Right. That's good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. So hockey season's over. Yay. And hockey season's wonderful. You get to like. Wh- it's a long season. It's, uh, they've been playing since. They September. try out in September and they've been playing tournaments and stuff since October. Yeah. I mean, but they've been practicing since September. Yeah, yeah. Like it was still baseball season when they six were practicing. Six months. It's a six-month season. Yeah, until mid. Baseball starts next week. Yeah, I have a meeting <laughs> tomorrow at six. Yep, I think they have tryouts next weekend. But you know what? That that doesn't even hey, matter. Baseball's not as intense as hockey. It's longer, but um, it's, it's a nicer kind of time. Fun. Like, like you're outside. Yeah, like, and we can just have a picnic outside. There's like. Toward the end of the summer, when there's all the bees, it gets a little yeah. dicey. But at the beginning of the summer, it's perfect. Except all the dead birds. There are a lot of dead birds at the baseball field. <laughs> there's a giant like mm-hmm. antenna thing, and the birds run into it. That's what we think is going That's on. Right. Or the, it's a or lot it's of the dead end of the bird. world. Like you'll be like spreading out a picnic blanket, and there'll be like a bird corpse. So. What else has happened in the news, Sarah? Oh, I can't even think about it, Ben, because hockey season is over I and know. I just feel so light and happy. Uh, ah, Dorothy had a birthday party. Dorothy did have a birthday party. Dorothy she is did. almost six. Almost six. six. Whew, Five more sleeps. Time flies. She had a great birthday party at our house. We had a birthday party at our house. We had a People very, don't like, do that anymore. Loaf. Low cost, no frills kind of, well, I mean. Low cost, I I feel like if you surveyed that, people wouldn't say, like, that's low cost. but look, ever since Harry's first birthday party, we have found that birthday parties are very, very, very expensive. Like, it is very easy to all of a sudden spend 
five to six hundred dollars on a birthday party and that's not even like like we've spent more you know what i mean that's yeah. not like the upper and and you can spend that much just by like renting a place getting a cake and buying party favors and that doesn't so, include presents or like yeah yeah oh yeah like the stuff you're actually buying for like for example jack is having like the opposite of dorothy's party so dorothy's party was included the whole class plus a couple other kids um we didn't serve a meal. We just had snacks. Everything was homemade. Not the cake. It was all, no, because I couldn't make a Pokemon cake. But um, it was very low frills. But then Jack is having just a few kids at a water park, which I think is like the polar opposite of that party. Yeah. So, I mean, it just I guess it depends what you're going for. But it was great. We, oh, the Instagram is notifying me of some things. You know, some people turn their I, stuff yep, I just, off. You know, I, I, I find it interesting that it's a certain type of person that thinks that their, their notification is yeah. more important so than So anyway, else's. I think after 12 years of parenting, we finally figured out the home party. It was totally chill. The kids loved it. it we didn't only... rent a magician because no, we've done that for we've Jack. we've done that. We've had a magician. But this party was only 90 minutes, so we didn't like... Which was an excellent amount of time Because we party. didn't really have any activities. The kids just kind of ran around and acted crazy. We did a pinata. Yeah. They decorated treat bags. That was like our biggest activity. They and ate some snacks. They killed 10 minutes. They it was, had fun. It was all about, like, the 15-minute increment for me. Right. Like, okay, we got through that 15 minutes. Right. Okay, <laughs> that 15 minutes is over, and that's a half hour now. And it was awkward. Kindergarten parties are always awkward, because the parents, it's their first year to school, because your kindergartners don't totally know each other. A lot of parents drop off, but a lot of parents stay, and none of the parents know us and they don't know each other and so it's just you know it's always awkward but it was great yeah. the parents were really nice the kids were great uh they kept doing like chants from their school yeah <laughs> when i say olsen you say or when i say listen you say up <laughs> they did that a lot dorothy was like a little i don't know she's making everybody yep fill in her chant yeah she was like a little dictator mm-hmm. um yeah no it was it, it became a little creepy in fact yeah, we had to ask her to stop. <laughs> uh, Sarah had a birthday party hack. Yes, up. this was unintentional. So one of Dorothy's classmates' moms called me the morning of the party and was like, hey, my other kid is doing a thing, but this kid really wants to come to the party. But if I take my other kid to the thing, I'm going to be like an hour and a half late picking my kid up at the party. Which I have to say was not something that I personally, when Sarah got off the phone, I was excited about. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say I, I was like, like, oh, no, Dorothy totally wants to play with your kid. We'll be home after the party. Totally fine. No big deal. It turned out to be perfect because all the kids left except for this one little girl and there was no like meltdown you know like at the end of a party when your guests go home the kid can be kind of cranky because they're all like sugared up and there's nothing suddenly nothing to do but having just one friend stay behind and play made the whole afternoon go smoothly cooper had a friend over for the party so he'd have somebody to hang out with and i ended up texting that friend's mom and being like hey can your kids stay longer and it gave you the opportunity it, was to, awesome. uh, it gave us the opportunity to clean up no i think you had to go somewhere i i drove harry to a friend's house and then you went somewhere did I go to, like, to Target store, or something? Or I don't know. But I had an hour and a half to clean up the party, and nobody bothered me. It was amazing. Yeah. No, I... So I, you should let the birthday guest invite a friend to stay and play after the party. It's like having a babysitter. Good tip, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. So, parenting on the internet. All right, what do you have, Ben? Uh, this week, actually, it's I have, I have an article that I read this week that's a month old. 
It's cool. Quite, yeah. That's so, so super it's, current. It, re- it recencies my thing. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. nice. um, it's recent to me. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I didn't realize it was a month old. Yeah. Did what? you just look at it? I just saw that. You're video. like that guy who posts a celebrity death from 2004. <laughs> Not that guy. Like, That's a totally oh, different guy. It's been 15 years. I'm that guy that posts like the political article. That's that, from 2011. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, anyways, uh, it's a New York Times article. It's bad news about helicopter parenting. It works. Ooh. Uh, you say that because... That's odd that you say that. Uh, I know you think I'm like the biggest helicopter. This is by uh, Pamela Druckerman. Oh, I actually really like her. She wrote that book about French um, French parenting. What about French parenting? Remember, we read it right before we had... Do you hear that dog? No, our dog now is going to freak out. Oh my gosh, there's a very barky dog who lives next door. Um, about how... French parents just do things differently and also better than U.S. parents. It's a great book. Of course they do. It's called Bringing Up Baby. Get it? Uh, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Uh, so, uh, basically, this article's talking about... there's There's been new research done, and it, it shows that helicopter parents pr- uh, develop more effective children into adults than non-helicopter parents. But the the interesting thing that I, I... The thing I found most interesting about this is uh, that basically they're saying hyper-parenting works and that it, it really has to do with inequality, though. That the people that are helicopter parents and that are effective, it's because they have the resources to uh, get their kids into more things. Right. So... Uh, if you are putting your kid in the best preschool, hoping right. that that gets them, and, and then you're super involved in that preschool because right. you want them to be successful there because you want people to like them. But then it goes into talking about parenting style and how authoritative parents aren't as effective as authoritarian parents. Other way around. Authoritarian, bad, authoritative, yep, good. Yep, that one. Yep. yep, what you said. So basically, uh, authoritative parents are more effective because... They give their kids choices. Mm-hmm. They help them problem solve. They get them to to do things themselves. Uh, so the kids should be better, like employees, as they grow mm-hmm. up and be more successful in school because they're able to do things on their own. At the same time, while they're doing this, they're actually involved in every aspect of this kid's life. And so the 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 research is showing that these kids are more effective, and most of it is because the parents have financial means to actually do yeah, it. Yeah, so this sounds really stupid. This sounds like a really stupid headline. Like, like the headline should be like, money makes your kid's life easier. Yeah, like, sure. yes, no kidding. Because it sounds like there's nothing about helicopter parenting that's superior. It's that, hey, if you're a middle or upper middle class parent, your kid is going to be more successful because they're going to have more opportunities. And the kind of parenting that's like in vogue right now for middle and upper middle class parents is helicopter parenting. You know what I'm saying? So like it's like a faulty minor premise. It's like, therefore, helicopter parenting is best. But no, it's actually just parenting with money that's best. Sure, yeah. sure. I, Which, I, I mean, you could yeah. probably... A lot of things are easier that way, mm-hmm. right? And there have like, been studies. I've read studies about authority. You've read them? Mm-hmm. About authoritarian parents um, and a link to um, socioeconomic status. Like, lower-income parents are more likely to be authoritarian and um, higher-income parents are more likely to be um, 
permissive or or even authoritative. So, like, this isn't new stuff either. No, I mean, like, because it's clear. Like, if you yell at a kid and tell him, no, don't do that, you can't do that, you can't do that, they're going to try to do it, right? Like, I mean, because that's how people are. Right. So, obviously, like, a, a reasoning parenting style would be better, but it's also linked to education and to class. And, so... and, that's, and that's what this article is saying. Right. Like, and typically... The parents that have more uh, more college degrees and more of a professional history are more authoritative because they that's how they operate in their own lives, right? And like, I think it probably needs to take into account like quality time, like parents who are hyper aware that like they're at work and their kid is in some other kind of care, so the time they spend at home has to be really meaningful. Versus totally. parents who are like, oh my god, I've been with you for twenty six hours of this day, leave me alone. And you know, I I personally have something that is clearly fact because it happened to me. Right. Uh, <laughs> Example, uh, the kids were bugging me today about going outside to play basketball. And, like, I really wanted to be like, no, I don't want to do that. Because, no, I didn't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> but I... Uh, yes, I try to rarely play with the children. Yeah, it's not a but, good idea. But I, I was like, you know what? I'm not home with them as much anymore. I'm not doing that stuff. I can spend 10 minutes, 15 minutes... And go play basketball. Right. It's good for you. It's good yeah. for them. It's nice outside. Like, and by nice, I mean 38. Right. Uh, it's really actually terrible outside. There's yeah. horrible winds. Yeah. Uh, but. Everything's gray. It's not negative 14, um, so. We came out of the hockey warm. game last night to a blizzard. Just yeah. a blizzard. And Sarah got panicky. I was really worried. I'm glad I didn't have to drive in that blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's like, oh, should we like she was like, are, are you nervous? You look really nervous. Why are you so nervous? What's what's making you nervous? And I finally was like, you are. Um, it's you. I'm okay, but you're making me nervous. You're freaking out. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, so yeah, so I don't I don't know how I feel about it. I, I don't think I think you're I don't a helicopter think the study parent. Study is anything right? Sure, but I don't think the study is like validating helicopter parenting. I think like it's validating having resources, yeah. and helicopter parenting happens to be. It there makes too. it makes basically. I think what this article, like probably what the research shows, is that people that have more resources are more helicoptery. Right, because part of it is, like, the horrible business model that's, like, invaded academia, right? Like, you put in X amount of dollars, so you want to see your investment pay off. But I feel like that a little bit. Like, I give no shits about children's athletics. Like, That's not totally true, but... It's pretty true. Like... Uh, yeah. I mean, if my kid is involved in something, I would like them to do well, because that makes me look better. It's all ego. You know, it's all, like, identification. But, But I don't totally enjoy youth athletics i didn't really participate when i was a kid um but it's so flipping expensive that i do think about that i do think like oh my gosh we're paying x amount of money for you to do this if you miss this practice it's a waste of money yes so but at the same time i'm spending this much money on it i want you to work hard and be good at exactly and so if i need to make you do that you know like and so that's the hard thing and I think that it was, and I think that's why, I think that is something that makes baseball different, right? Like, it's 300 bucks a kid to play baseball for basically all summer. Which, when you have three kids playing baseball, it makes it expensive. $1,000! Yeah, but, like, for hockey, it's 1200 bucks just for one kid to play right. hockey. Right, right, right. And so... And that doesn't count travel. Like, any, like, 
travel costs you incur. Oh, absolutely. Or equipment or anything right. like that. Uh, or the... Because I think that, like, our team did a really good job of not traveling a lot. Like, we would play multiple games a weekend as opposed to, like, entering a tournament and yeah. going there. And that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's the tournaments that are really expensive. Like, the by hotel. time you stay there, you I mean, go you're driving there. gas. You're spending right. 60 bucks you're on gas. You're feeding your kids crap for yep. two days. You're, you're paying for some dinners. drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is all fun. Yeah. But, but it does sort of add to the But sport. it's not cheap. Right. Uh, and so, it's hard to still... Really, and I and I, th- I really personally tried to focus on this. Is you need to be having fun doing this. Right. It's not about winning, but it right. is about winning for. But all- the fun could be the the return on investment that you're looking for. But but it, it's hard to uh, not have success and spending that much money on it, right? So like well, they. Well, to- yeah, but as, and if you define success, I think I. But I think defining success is fun. Makes it a yes, better but that's that's calculus. what we had. So yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. if you're not getting the competitive success you want, and if you're not having fun, this isn't worth it. Why are we doing this? Right, and so instead of coming to that, the parent is more likely to be hyper involved, like going to every practice, making yeah. sure you're doing the drills. Yeah, and you know we do that stuff. Like we bought Harry weighted pucks, and he shoots in the oh, garage. And... I mean, part of the reason I coach isn't right. to like for Harry to be more successful within the program. But it to is be better to, on his team. It to is have a to better be more successful for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. like, I mean, that is super helicoptery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, yeah, and it's it's all. But but you have to realize that just because you're spending that money doesn't mean your kid is good. Right. Like you can't make them but, more talented. But clubs, more than other kinds of sports, like I don't think this happens in like a high school or a cop. I, I think it happens more in club sports when youth. kids are little, yeah. youth sports. Clubs reward kids whose parents are involved. Yes. And sometimes those kids maybe aren't as good as their parent involvement is. And so that teaches parents that helicoptering works. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And no. from like a, from like a, what's it called? Like when you measure things with statistics? Um... I know analytics, but like from that kind of perspective, from an empirical perspective, it does look like those kids are more successful because they're rewarded more, but they might be rewarded more based on parent involvement, not just raw talent. Right. Yeah, exactly. No, absolutely. Like that's a hundred percent true. There's nothing wrong with it necessarily. No, 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 not at all. But I do think that that it's not like. I don't think kids are getting college scholarships to like D one schools because, because their parents yes. are good boosters. Like absolutely. So well, maybe not to D one Not boosters, but just like because their dad's coaching. Right, but what about parents who are really good boosters? And so the kid is definitely always on the team. You know, and then I'm I mean sure they're not going to go play at like a Big Ten school. Maybe though they might. I mean, like they could be. Uh, bench player that sort of thing like i mean like especially on a bigger sport like football Mm -hmm. like if you were a very good football player in high school you may not have normally made the team but if your parents are willing to donate this i'm sure that happens right but that happens in other but but i think that i I think that the difference here is if you are great and deserve to be a right. Wisconsin football player, you will be a Wisconsin football but player. But it is harder if you don't have the kind of resources that another but kid does. But if you are so gifted, 
that typically works out. Okay, that works out for like the the outliers who are so gifted. Mm-hmm. But like your average kid, three kid is helped a lot by parent involvement. That's that's absolutely true. Say you have a kid who's like talented, and then you have a kid who's equally talented, and one kid's parents have the time and resources to help. That kid will be more successful. Sure, but clubs that's, and teams are set up to reward that. Kid. But that that's ha- I mean like this this is totally you're talking about sports now. But the same thing could be said yes. about athletics or, or academics. academics. Or, 100%. I mean, the or reason dra- like you arts. and I, like, we did college speech. People don't do college speech. <laughs> but we, our parents sent us to camps in high school. Right. And we were, I mean, like, so they did the same thing. Right. Like, that stuff is available for anything. Right. Like, if it's you, not just sports. If you are a Absolutely. chess player, right. there are chess things that can make you better at chess. Right. And so, again, it comes back to having the resources to actually be able to do that. Right, because right. even for us to go to speech camp, which is really lame, and what we did, it still was twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> right, still yes. our parents had to pay to drive us there. Right. Still, we were probably, I bet, each spending five hundred bucks a week on just, <laughs> just garbage. Shit. Yeah. Like, uh, right. mom, yeah. they have this awesome place. It's called Panda <laughs> Express. I need to spend fifty dollars a day there eating fortune cookies. And egg rolls. They don't have them where I live. You have to have them. Right. Exactly. Exactly. No, it is not just sports. And I don't want to say that, like, your involvement in Harry's hockey team has, like, given him special opportunities. Because he played exactly where he should have played. And he was not on the most competitive team. In fact, he was on the least competitive team in his age group. And you helped... But it's not like the club was like, oh, the, the kids whose dads are helping, they all get to be, you know, yeah. the best players. That's not how it worked. And I think that's good. I mean, sometimes it works that way. But, right. But it doesn't always, not at our club. Right. Not at our club. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> uh, but, but we're seeing this in school, too. Yeah. And that's why when kids get into college, like, you know, parents spend all of their time and energy grooming kids from, like, middle school through high school to get into the college, maybe that the kid wants to go to, probably that the parent wants them to go to. And then they get there, and the parents don't know what to do. Yeah. Because college is for the kid. It's not for the parents. And that's a really hard transition when you've brought a kid up from grade school on where your involvement was necessary. Mm -hmm. It's really hard. You know, and I I think that, again... A really good example is me. Um, that of course, yes. <laughs> no, but I, I think my parents were pretty involved in my high school mm-hmm. education, but my parents did not go to college. And like when I went to college, it was just like, like, okay, see ya. <laughs> and I, I did fine in undergrad. I didn't. I, I mean, I, I wasn't like on any sort of roll, right? <laughs> uh, but uh, I did fine, and. I don't think that I was actually a good student, though, until grad school. Right. Um, right. And I only got into grad school because of speech again. Right. Like, but it's not like your parents were calling your teachers and saying, like, Ben needs No, 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 no. In fact, I, like, got a letter of probation after my first semester freshman year. And my parents were just like, well, if you don't get better grades, you're coming home. But, you know, our parents... <laughs> We're not encouraged to be helicopters. That wasn't how things were no. set up. They didn't know what grades we were getting until we maybe handed them a paper report card. And or I, maybe I, we hid it from them. I mean, you know? absolutely. Like, like I, I just... It's I, not like they could check our online grade book every day yeah. and see. And that's how we are with our kids. Yeah. Like, there's an expectation that you're checking. And you are... Technology has made you a helicopter. Yeah, it's, it's Because created. you're like, hey, kid, why didn't you do your homework right. yesterday? 
And that wasn't until you got the report card. You didn't know? No. Yeah. So, like, if I if I got a bad grade, it, then my parents would be like, why aren't you doing your work? Right. But so, it was not, just like a one-time being yelled at thing. If they, if they asked you in the, in, like, hey, are you doing your work for religious studies? You would say, yeah. And that would be it. Yeah. And in reality, you flunked that class like three times. Yeah. And then the next semester, they'd be like, are you doing your religious studies? And I'd be like, absolutely, I am. (laughs) Right. And then finally, they were like, hey, you probably shouldn't take that class again. (laughs) And see, the thing is, I kept thinking like, hey, I'm enrolled in this class. I should just take it again because I know everything from the class, except... (laughs) <laughs> the key to success to knowing everything from that class is actually going to it. You right. can't just enroll in it and, and be like, I'm going to be fine right? this next time because I've already been enrolled in it before. <laughs> I mean, I already, I've already done this class. <laughs> it should be easy the second time. And you would think that. But it's not just... It's you would just think not. that maybe, like, the second time, maybe there wouldn't have been a third time. <laughs> maybe you'd have been like, you know what, this didn't work out twice. You know, here's the thing. Uh... The class, religious studies, it, I think it went over, uh, like, Christianity, Judaism, and then other. I think it had an other <laughs> section as well. That's great. Um, and so... It was last century. It was. It was last century. Yeah, yeah, you No, it was definitely last yeah, century. Yeah, uh, and uh, I, I, I felt like I would know the Christianity stuff pretty well, because we went to church you, on you, Christmas. Well, and he's you were no, in a youth I, group. Like, I was, you I was, confirmed. I was confirmed. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, so I mean, like, right. I know the books of the Bible based on a song. Right, uh, should be all you need. Yeah, and so I felt pretty good about that. Judaism, first half of the Bible. How could I go wrong? Right, you know. Yeah. Plus, I think I was dating a Jew at the time. Yeah. Like totally. so, so, that would naturally in. come. And then other, wow. And then other, I th- that should still be seventy five percent. Like I should still get a seventy five. But the thing is. Mm. You actually have to even go, they expect you to go and take the tests. You know, they yeah. expect you to turn the stuff in right. if there's work. And right. I didn't, I thought they just assumed that so I knew So do you it. think your parents having access to your online grades would have helped you pass that class? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> uh, you know, I, my par- I feel like my parents handled college very well. Like they knew I really enjoyed myself. They knew I wanted to be there. And they just kept like like there there wasn't anything. It was like okay, you're just gonna have to come home, right? Like I mean like we're not going to pay for you to fail. Yeah, everything. like if if you can't go there, you're not staying there, right? You and can't so, just live there and do all that stuff and work at Panda Express. You yeah, have to go to class. Yeah, yeah. like I, I you're you just have to come home, right? And so like I was I always made and sure that's the difference, right? They were not ego involved in it. They were not like, oh, we have to do everything we can to keep Ben in college because we'll look bad. They were like, hey, you screwed up. You're going to have to come home. But a helicopter parent would be like, I can't admit to the world that my kid can't hack it in college. I have to work harder to help them. Yes. Yeah. No, that's true. And so that's the parents that call you as a professor, right? Right, and right, say right, like, right, right, right. And, and I, I do think that that's like there is a point that kids have to be able to do stuff on their own. Right. And so that's where, again, it comes back to the parenting style. Like, your kid has to be able to understand and problem solve and and make choices. Right. Like, I learned early on in college, after my first semester, when the drop deadline was for classes. (laughs) You know? So, hey, that first semester, you didn't get a 2.0 GPA. But the second semester, because you dropped two classes at the perfect time, 
you got a 3.8. Right. And that makes your GPA really good after Unfortunately, your first year. you only Unfor- got like six credit hours. Yeah, but I figured that out. I mean, I, I went an right. extra semester, but it's not like... So I, did I. Yeah. Like, like an extra semester is not that much extra. Like, I... I what did, is it? Like $15,000? 15, dollars <laughs> $15,000, $30,000. <laughs> I mean, it's all just money. Uh, I, I went some summers, so I guess those counted as money, too. Uh, but I did take advantage of the community college. Right. So, yeah, uh, yeah no, I mean, I, I, looking back, I, I might have made... it was $15,000. I'm sure, I'm oh. sure. I, I, I mean, that's I not, not including semester. housing, yeah, not including oh. food. It, but yeah, but those were just things that you're. I mean, yeah, well, we were you know, the worst. We were kind of taught that like it doesn't matter. They just give you these loans, right? And that you just funny. Have the, those still suck. They 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 expect you to pay those back. They do. Yeah, that's unfair. And they did not tell me that. Yeah, that exit interview was terrible. You, you, they, you know, they did. They did. I guess they told you about it and you signed the stuff. But I don't feel like eighteen to twenty one year old me can comprehend that much. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's fine. I'm going to school so, so I, can I can pay get that. this great job. Yeah. So. My liberal arts degree. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so. All right, so helicoptering is. Probably who we are. Yeah, okay. Uh, and we're doing a heck of a job at it. You got anything heck, to uh, review today? Uh, review. I would like to review the TV show Crashing on Love HBO. That show. You should watch the show. If you like shows on HBO. You will like crashing. Yeah, yeah. Like it's if good. you like Game of Thrones, if you like It is nothing like Game of Thrones. That is like the worst thing. If you like Game of Thrones, you'll like crashing. crashing. No. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, if you like curb, if you like girls for sure. Yes, none of those is like Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's the same thing. If you like okay. true detective. Uh, actually, I don't like True Detectives. So it's, it's funny. Like, I think Curb and Girls it's, it's, are it's, great. It's a um, it's a half hour uh funny show on HBO. About a comedian. It's a Judd Apatow uh, made show. It's about Pete Holmes, a comedian. Super Uh, funny. And and it's super funny. It's a great show. Uh, It's crashing because the first season he was like a broke not failing but not successful at all comedian and it was where he was crashing he was cra- he didn't have a house so he was just crashing on people's couches uh and it was it was very very funny it is very funny uh tonight is the season finale of the third season and Pete Holmes just announced that they haven't been repicked up by HBO yet and so i need all 14 of you that are listening. Oh, to watch Crashing. To watch I thought crashing. it was totally over. No, it could still get renewed. I mean, like I think Brown. if we work together, we can do it, guys. Like what it. you should do, I will start a petition. Just start on, tweeting. Uh, start tweeting HBO. I'll, I'll, I'll petition the president. Perfect. That's uh, the it, way what's, to what's, What is that website that you can do the petitions on? Like change.org? Change.org. I'm going to start. Seems a, like a good, it seems like a good change.org. It seems petition. like a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I read On the Come Up by Angie Thomas. She wrote The Hate You Give. It's awesome. Uh, You know, you can worry after a book like that that maybe, like, the next book won't be as good. But it is. It's wonderful. You should read it. On the Come Up. Angie Thomas. The Hate You Give. Well, sure. But you probably already know. Well, no, but I mean, like, you didn't really tell us much. Like, what's it about, Sarah? Oh, it's about a, a young girl who wants to be a rap star. And... 
she becomes a rapper and she's dealing with some family stuff and she's growing up and it's just, it's wonderful. Wonderful. All right. Well, uh, I think that's what we have for you guys tonight. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to learn more about the life and times of Sarah, you can check her out on harrytimes.blogspot.com. You could also check out her Instagram at harrytimes. Or you can... Do you do anything else on the social media? No, okay. I don't. What about you? Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter at Benjamin Jed, and uh, email us at podypodcast at gmail if you have a question or a comment. All right, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye bye.